workplace challenges remain the most common reason for women to never breastfeed or to stop breastfeeding earlier than recommended. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Mom's Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of four, third-time exclusive pumper, and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of the night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things lactation and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. There will also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome back to another episode. And this episode is a different kind of episode because if you are listening on launch day or a couple days within the launch day, you are in the thick of it, which happens to be World Breastfeeding Week. So happy World Breastfeeding Week to you. And if you're like, yeah, that's right. It is World Breastfeeding Week. What is World Breastfeeding Week? What is going on? So let me break it down just a little bit for you. The month of August is Breastfeeding Month. The first week of August is World Breastfeeding Week. And then there are other celebrations that will carry on all the way to the end of August. So right now you are in the thick of it. You are probably seeing advertisements for different kinds of um, seminars, events, uh, celebrations, giveaways, sales, like this real breastfeeding week isn't just or it's not just recognizing the breastfeeding community it is celebrating the breastfeeding community i mean it is truly a holiday all by itself it kind of puts a lot of pressure on me i'm not going to lie i feel like all year long i'm talking about breastfeeding and we're talking about pumping and we're talking about schedules and everything breastfeeding related. And then when you get to August, you're like, all right, man, put on your breastfeeding pants because you thought you were in the thick of breastfeeding. Oh no, now it is game on. So this week for breastfeeding week, real breastfeeding week, every year is a different theme. And this year, the theme is all about focusing on breastfeeding and work and providing a strategic opportunity to advocate for essential maternity rights that support breastfeeding. So who is leads up, who supports breastfeeding is the who in UNICEF. So this every year we have a new theme. And then like I've just said, this year's theme is all about going back to work, um, advocating for yourself, rights. It's, it's a really I think this quite possibly is the most important theme that I have personally been able to be around and celebrate. So I'm like, what, four years or so of doing this? And I do, I will agree. And I have to admit that this is probably the one that really touches, like, it really drives it home for me. Like, that we can support each other and it's all about encouraging and, um, 
encouraging and educating knowledge, like the whole like kit and caboodle. I'm all about it. But this is really important. And it's really unfortunate that women are forced in some cases to choose whether they want to breastfeed their child or if they're going to go back to work or how long am I going to be able to breastfeed? Well, I don't know. I might be going to back, back to work sooner than later. Or I planned on breastfeeding and then I got to work and then they gave me a hard time and now I can't breastfeed. Like there are so many variables that go into this and it's already challenging as a breastfeeding mom, just like in your everyday life, just at home in your four walls. Like it's challenging all by itself because, you know, you've got, you've got all these possible obstacles and schedules to maintain and, you know, laundry and dinner and possibly like play dates and all different kinds of things that sound very simple and just a part of your everyday life. But I'm not going to lie, like breastfeeding does add a little bit of like a second layer to all that. So now you're like fall into the group of things. You're like, I got this. I, I could do this. Like I've been home for a couple, you know, three months or whatever. And then you're like, oh my gosh, here we go. Now I have to go back to work. What am I going to do? So did you know, this is, I, I really, this really is unfortunate and it kind of broke my heart. It did break my heart when I read it. Workplace challenges remain the most common reason for women to never breastfeed or to stop breastfeeding earlier than recommended. I feel like you can have a recommendation for anything, right? Like recommendation, whatever. But when you have your personal goals and something like that, like your workplace takes your goals away from you, that to me is very personal. And I thought about this a lot when I was going back to work. Like I knew, like I had a fabulous employer. They were extraordinary to me, truly were. So I, I'm not saying a bad word about them. You couldn't find me doing it. They're, they were really, really great to me. But there were times where I was like, what if I was in that position because on being my best friend, I do, you know, I talk to so many of you and every once in a while I'll get like, Hey, can you point me in the right direction? Like I need some documentation because my workplace is giving me a hard time and telling me that I don't have that. I'm not allowed to pump or I don't, I can't pump for so long. And you know, it, it wasn't until like, quite honestly, like I've read things and I've looked, but it wasn't until like, like in the last week that I really like, deep dived more into it because I found some really good information that made me feel better about what I can share with you. And when these questions were asked, I put myself in your shoes and I just thought that is just heartbreaking and it is so disappointing and it really chaps my ass. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it because, you know, society loves when you're breastfeeding mom. Oh, and how do you plan on, how do you plan on feeding your baby? Well, I think I'm going to breastfeed. That is wonderful. And then you, the baby comes and they're like, oh, how beautiful. And what are you doing? And I'm breastfeeding. Wow. What a miracle. And then you're like, well, I got to feed the baby. And they're like, whoa, whoa, you're not going to do that here though, are you? And then you get to work and they're like, oh wait, you're breastfeeding. That's great. But you can't do it during nine to five. <laughs> like no people, that's not how this works. You know, and we need that safe time to empty our breasts on the demand that we need to be doing it. So like, I can't take time off from breastfeeding just because my baby's at home. So fortunately for us here in the States, we do have 
um, an act that under the Fair Labor Standards Act, FLSA, most nursing employees have the right to reasonable time, break times and place other than a bathroom. That is to shield, um, that is shielded from view to express breast milk while at work. This right is available for up to one year of the child's birth, which I mean, that's, I think personally, I think that's kind of garbage. Um, because why just a year? Why aren't we like, why aren't they giving us to what the, you know, the who recommendation is? So, but that's a conversation. That's another conversation. But I will say this is one thing that I really liked hearing, or I should say liked reading, was um, in the frequently asked questions, and I will put these links in the show notes, it does say the frequency and duration of breaks needed to express milk will likely vary depending on factors related to the nursing employee and the child. So in other words, if you have someone that's like, you've been going like every two hours, what are you doing? Like, no, I'm not milking it. Like, you know, no pun intended, but you know, I'm not like, I'm not trying to take advantage of anything here. Like when I'm home, I'm nursing my baby every two hours. Like when I'm at work, like I may need to try to empty my breast the best to my ability every two and a half hours, every three hours. And if that takes 20 minutes, like, so be it. Fortunately, that is all stated in the act. Um, however, there are other stipulations that can, can kind of like, act, you know, make it a not so not to our benefit, but that's definitely something you want to read into because it's more specific to the size of the company, the employees and stuff of that nature. But know that that information is in writing. So if you fall within the category um, that is eligible to be covered under the act, then you have your ammunition right there. You're ready to go, you know, take it right to the table and, you know, Hey man, like it's time for me to pump and here's X, Y, Z, like don't fight me on it. It's just, and you know what, it's not even just about like everyone thinks that, you know, you just go pump and you're back in a few minutes or you can wait or you don't have to do it. It's not just about, you know, getting in there and filling a bottle per se. It's also about your health, right? I don't want my breasts to exceed to a degree where they're like so full that I'm uncomfortable, which may lead to a clogged duct, which can very well lead to mastitis. Like me keeping my breasts full just because I have to, you know, please my employer isn't going to be in anyone's best interest because if I can't step away and empty my breasts or do something or alleviate the pressure, like, and then I come down with some illness, then we're all in trouble because now I'm sick and now you don't have me as an employee. So I'm not saying use that, like put that idea in the back of your back at your back pocket, but maybe you should, because if they start giving you kind of like some kickback, like, well, Hey, you've been doing this a lot, you know, say, well, you know what? It's quite honestly, it's none of your business, but you know, if I allow my breast to fill too full, like I can X, Y, Z can happen, you know, like, and then maybe they'll take a step back. If then you start like getting a little more personal, I'm not saying that you should absolutely at all have to be you know, suggesting any kind of this information to your employer. But sometimes I think when you bring it to a personal level and then they realize like, oh, like they're not trying to take advantage of me, maybe they'll cut us a little more slack. Introducing today's proud sponsor, Mimi and Pal. 
breast pump bags, and accessories. Mimi and Pal, a small female-owned company, started when the founder's baby was in the NICU. Understanding the challenges of exclusive pumping, she designed the Harper pump bag to meet her own needs and then realized that it could very well help other moms too. Expanding their range, Mimi and Pal now offer backpack coolers and the latest release, the Rent Organizer and Milk Clutch. The Rent Organizer is a game changer for working moms and travelers, keeping everything organized in one place. It's even considered a medical bag for traveling moms and shouldn't be considered as an additional carry-on. Mimi and Pell products not only are functional, but they also have a chic design that can be repurposed for various needs. Here's an exclusive deal. Use code BEMYBREASTFRIEND15 for 15% off. This special promotion brings a rent organizer and milk clutch down to $110. Visit www.mimiandpal.com or check out their Instagram page at Mimi and Pal for cute pump bags and funny mom content. When I was in the office, I had my own office. I didn't when I first went in. And then someone else in my department, he offered his office to me. So we actually swapped seats. I got his office and he took mine that I had shared with another man. So I was all by myself. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like I had a very... I, I worked with wonderful people and um, they were very kind to me, very accepting and, uh, and, and very understanding um, of the needs that I had. I think honestly, everyone was a little more uncomfortable than they were understanding. They're like, Hey, Kristen's got her door closed. Like, let's just, you know, cause I could work. I, that was the other thing too. So in my position at the time, I was able to work while I pumped. So I didn't really miss a beat too often, but I do wonder from time to time, like if I actually had to pick up and walk away, how that would have worked. But that's another story. I mean, I don't know what would have happened, but, um, I, I just think that holding your own setting, you know, like going in there with confidence and having these, having the printouts of the act themselves, um, just in the case that you may need it would really be beneficial. Like there's no harm. It's just like traveling through TSA with breast milk. Like you may want to go with their guidelines just so if someone gives you some pushback, you can say, no, here it is. And then, you know, and then you can, you'll be free to walk. And hopefully, hopefully that should be a similar case. So now you might be asking, well, how often, like kind of taking like another, like moving on to the next chapter. So like, we know we have our rights, kind of go in there with an idea of like how to keep your head up high, uh, keep that the act in your back pocket in case you need to present it. Um, because a lot of the times too, you might be the first breastfeeding mom that is walking into this office. They might not be familiar with it, which I will say I have had that exposure already um, where something was suggested. And I was like, no, that's not appropriate. Like, let's do X, Y, Z instead. And it was fine. It never even like got to a point where I had to like, you know, add my other more opinions into the specific topic of this breastfeeding. Like they're, they were learning too. So maybe also like cut them. I'm not saying cut them slack, of course, if they're not being kind to you, but if this is a first for everyone, don't be shy to bring the facts to the table. So now, okay, now you're at work and now you've got, you know, they're allowing you without any kind of judgment to um, express milk when you need to. And then you're like, okay, but how often should I be pumping at work? So the rule of thumb is you should be removing milk as often as you would be removing milk at home with baby. So as an exclusive pumper, you're already going to have a pretty good idea of what this is going to entail because you've already been doing it for quite some time, right? 
But as a nursing mom, you can think about, well, how often is baby feeding? So I would say, and this is just my opinion, um, if baby's eating like every three and a half hours, I would certainly shoot to empty my breasts every three and a half hours. If I like, cause I, I valued my position at my job too. I knew that I couldn't just walk away. Like whenever there were times where I didn't get to pump on the schedule I needed to, even if I had my own office, because I very well may have been in a meeting and maybe that meeting went an hour over an hour and a half over, which did happen from time to time. And of course I was a bit uncomfortable when I went back to my desk, but fortunately um, it didn't happen very often. And when it did, I just kind of like, dealt with it because I knew it would be over eventually. And then I would go back to my office and then I would just pump, you know, for the duration that I needed to empty my breast for that time missed. So I would say just try to stick at on the schedule you know best, the best you can within, you know, with what's available at work. And then also this is going to be like more about just like really like goods, like going back to work organized, going back to work with the undergarments you need or the top layer clothing that would make you most comfortable while at work pumping. I remember when I first went back, I didn't ha- I don't think I had a pumping shirt and I had to take my top off. And I know there's stories like um, if you're familiar with uh, Mani over at Bousset, uh, she she worked, um, well, I guess I shouldn't say that part. I don't know. I don't know how public all this is. Um, but where she worked, she always dressed in a, she always had a nice, beautiful dress on and she would have to literally take her dress off to pump in like a closet. So I would definitely think about what you are wearing to work and hopefully you can minimize your, the amount of clothes that you have to take off to pump in. I really highly recommend investing in a pumping bra, um, some pumping clothing. And I'm not saying you need a bunch of things. I know like you can go to like nursing queen. She's got some staple pieces, which I wear pretty often to the office. Um, Bousset brand has a really excellent pumping dress. MLM brand has an excellent pumping dress. I wore that quite often. And you can find these like neutrals or staple pieces that you can just wear with like a blazer over or with dress pants or whatever the cases. And I honestly would get, I'd wear the same thing a couple days here and like maybe like one other day, every other day, like wear the same thing with like a different top, top jacket or something. So um, you don't have to break the bank on a whole new wardrobe. I would never recommend that, but know that there are staple pieces out there that you could very well work with that will make you pumping at work a lot more comfortable. And when you're more comfortable, you're going to express milk more easily because you're just not going to have that tensed up stress. Um, Having a pumping bra on underneath your bra, I felt always made things easier. Even to this day, I'm like five years in and I'm still wearing pumping bras every day because I just love them so much. Um, And then going prepared and organized with like your extras and your breast pump and maybe a list and all that kind of good stuff. And that's when you're going to start getting into your like Sarahwell's pumping bag and stuff like that. Like I can name, I can name drop brands all day long because I know what I really loved um, and what I still do love. And I can list all those things in show notes. So I'm not like wasting away here with you with name brand stuff, but just know like going prepared to pump will definitely alleviate your stress too. Cause you're already going into a new setting, like, you know, familiarizing yourself with pumping while on the clock and making any 
extra part of that easier on you, even down to the clothes you're wearing, will help. So I just want to say happy breastfeeding week. I hope you navigate your back to work breastfeeding experience well and with confidence and go to show notes so you can print all of the uh, important, important documents out. I got a baby crying and I got to go. Thanks for listening.